Hello, my fellow nerds, and welcome back to Last Nerds on Earth presents The Five Crystals, a D&D adventure. I'm Mike, your host this week. I also play Oliver Blackthorn, the no longer faceless halfling rogue. We hope you enjoyed our one-shot series, Prison Break. We had a lot of fun making it, but we're ready to hop back into our old lovable characters. We last left our adventurers after meeting with Leon to discuss their current mission from the Adventurers Guild. After botching their first attempt to obtain an unknown item from Baron Willington, the party regrouped to discuss alternative options. The idea was brought up to dress up as caterers and infiltrate the manor during a party being held the next day to find their hidden prize. Will their mission be a success? Let's find out together. It's been a long day. My bat hurts. Let's disappear into the world of fantasy. There you go. So I ordered like these absolutely gorgeous dark purple dice, and they have not come yet. And I'm very upset because I wanted to unleash them on y'all today. Are they the metal ones? They are metal. So ah, there you go. Yeah, but I'll use my my elven glow in the dark dice tonight for y'all. Those are so good we ones. Can really hear those clickety clacks coming. So many dice. Okay. I have seven dice. Why do you? How many dice do you have? <laughs> Jesus. They gave me a set. Nine hundred seventy-eight damage. <laughs> Apparently, I'm the only one that's allowed to take that much damage and start bleeding out <laughs> constantly. Dude, just all the time. Rain just puts himself in positions. He taunted the fish people. He's the one who used himself as bait. In the initial one, that, you know, was just bad luck. But I think after a certain point, we got to ask ourselves, what the fuck, dude? Listen, you know what you've done. Part of my problem is, like, sometimes the things I don't want to be successful end up being really <laughs> successful. I can't think of any possible examples you could be thinking of. Okay. Are you guys ready to get in to Dungeons and Dragons. I was born ready. I'm so excited. I've been doing a lot of research on y'all's characters on the comings and goings of the city. One retraction. I said Crown's Guard last episode. Those only exist in Critical Role. And so, yeah. Are you implying that Matt Mercer is going to guest star in our podcast? Yeah, sure. Let's say that. Matt Mercer, um, if you're watching, you can just text me or or hit me up on Twitter, Last Nerds Earth, and uh, let us know when you want to stop by our 54 follower podcast. Uh, yeah, no. So it should have been the Waterdeep Watch, essentially. So just bear that in mind. As, as How about Waterdeep Guard? It, it is actually the Waterdeep Watch. Makes it sound like it's a bunch of peasants walking around. Well, okay. maybe it is. Maybe Makes it our is. Makes easier. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a bunch of peasants. I have so many things to show you. So let's go ahead and get into tonight's episode of Last Nerds on Earth presents a D&D adventure. Da -da -da -da. I don't know why I do music, because then we can't add music later because it sounds bad. Anyways. <laughs> so where we last left you guys off, um, you had had devised a plan on how to get into Baron Willington's manor. Originally, you were going to go ahead and just ask him for this very important object that nobody's really quite sure what it is. It just seems to be a object of immense value that the Adventures Guild has sent Leon to assist you with. And so 
you went up, you talked to him. The talks didn't go exactly as planned. It seemed like he was a little bit short-tempered with y'all, and you sort of stepped away. After that, you guys sort of discussed different options, maybe working with the Thieves Guild, which was shot down or definitely put in the back pocket to work with them later, or maybe not at all, just if possible. You decided, like, a catering company. Leon told you a catering company would definitely be hired for this. And so the interest is is to go to the catering company and see if you can get either hired on or get some of their uniforms. Also, Carly talked about throwing an invisibility spell down on one of y'all to get you guys in. So the reason I remember this so well is I listened to our episode today. Uh, it's Spotify. So, yeah, it was a it was a interesting one. I thought it was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. The, the hide and go seek one <laughs> where you guys were hiding. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And then it finally happened. And when I was listening to it, I was like, I should just fucking let them or I should just let them talk about it. It was so funny. Um, I think it was better that you were, you know, kind of dragging your feet on that. That made it better. God, please. No. And then it comes like, all right, that's pretty good. So it is roughly about mid-morning. Y'all are still near Baron Willington's house. You guys haven't really walked too far away. What do you guys want to do? What's sort of your first steps on putting this plan into motion? Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't we discuss last time that we are going to go try to talk to somebody about getting an invitation forged? Yes. So Leon himself actually said that he would try and, and suss out some connections without, you know, breaking his disguise or his guys, I guess, and um, and try to sort of figure out if there was anybody that he might be able to talk to. So that was sort of what he was about to do. But if you guys want to, you know, just sort of send him off to do that, he can. Then you guys can sort of uh, try to figure out the entry situation. And we should continue the conversation and see how it goes. So seems to me that we have some semblance of an entrance strategy. That's absolutely right. We get, uh, oh, that's, that's what it was. We were looking for, how are we coming on getting those uniforms, contacting those catering companies? That was our plan, right? Correct, yeah. So y'all were wanting to either find uniforms or try to get hired onto maybe one of the catering companies around town. Now, might have been i mentioned there's only one or two that might be able to do a party of this size uh let me think about which ones they might be uh there's one called right you are and that's over towards the east east side of this particular verb and then there's also cheery cherubs which they're more towards the west so if y'all want to check out one of those two about either getting hired on or maybe Figuring out how to snag some uniforms, I'd advise checking out either one of those first. Now, myself, I'm going to go ahead and follow down a couple of leads I might have. And see if I can't figure out a uh, invitation for you, a forgery, if you don't mind. So I'm going to head out and we can reconvene at the Adventures Guild this evening if you prefer. Well, hold on, hold on there a minute. Yes. Allegrax and Carly, you guys had, you had a bit of a... A good relationship with uh, them two, them two elves up on the on the Oriole, right? No, it's true. Yeah. Do they not seem like someone that could possibly get these invitations for us? Well, uh, they're pretty new to town. They said that they had some bad business and they're new to town, 
staying with people, so I don't know. Maybe we, as a last resort, we could talk to them. Agreed, I think it's best if we let Leon hunt down his leads first. All right then, Leon, carry on then. Can I sort of wink at him? <laughs> he gives you a little salute. He says, any other issues? I need to know about any other questions for me before I head on out. Do we want to come up with an exit strategy later, now? Take it one step at a time, or... Because that might have a bearing on... On how we get in we and do. out. Sure, sure, sure. Well, for exit strategy, what do y'all think? Right, well, here's what I was thinking. If we get a few of us, you know, a few of the more sneakier members to sneak inside, you know, maybe with the wait staff, I reckon myself, I'm not going to be terribly helpful when it comes to sneaking around. <clears throat> but if me and Carly can stick outside, maybe we can be your outside guy and perhaps provide a distraction for when it's time to sneak back out. Is there like a uh, a sewer or anything around here? I'm just looking around. Uh, is, can we go like underground and escape? Is that a possibility? Well, now Waterdeep itself does have a pretty... Uh pretty advanced sewer system. The only problem is, is it's usually headed up by members of the Thieves Guild. And by that I mean they usually have their eyes on it. So if y'all are looking to keep a low profile, it may not be the best route to go, because more than likely you'll run into either their guards or their traps or something. But it's an avenue that we can definitely explore if you'd like to. Uh, I think we should have it uh, know where an entrance is just in case, and then where we can go from there. If everything kind of goes poopy, you know. Into the sewers, it does go poopy. That's right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad joke. I'm sorry. Um, that was fantastic. That what was are you talking terrible. about? Terrible. We'll edit that out in post. <laughs> Thanks. Well, um, I gave it to you. <laughs> so, roll me an investigation check. This will sort of help you find out the nearest sewer entrance. Okay. Look, I'm just going to tell you guys right now, if you guys are going to go in the sewers, I'm not going in there. It's not safe for me to go in the sewers right now. I mean, I would I would rather get pulled away to jail or something like that than have to go down there and face what's coming to me there. I think you're good. You're going to be invisible as long as you don't take too long. I think we have a few other avenues to explore before we have to consider sewers there are other ways in oh, okay so let's uh let's check out these catering companies and my investigation check was only a 10 by the way okay so as you've been walking throughout the city since yesterday you've noticed that there are several drains specifically whenever you get into the fancier side of town there's drains in the streets and there's not a lot of very visible entrances and exits from there you've seen one sort of manhole cover but from what you can tell is it's not you know every intersection doesn't really have an entrance to it so you'd be hard pressed to really find one that's close to the building because up in the fancier part of town they try to keep them as hidden as possible yeah right if there's uh, no more questions for me i'm gonna take off all right oh yeah all right well uh we'll see you later uh good luck absolutely good good luck to y'all too safe travels with the flourish of his cape in a very dramatic fashion, he turns 180 and ducks into an alley and is gone. Alright. Now, how do we want to do this investigating the companies? All as a group or split up? I say we split up. I I want to go practice my invisibility spell with Oliver. Make sure that uh, I, I can still do it. And uh, I'm going to check something out. And then 
if you guys want to split up and check the catering companies, that, that, that might be, I don't know. Well, that sounds good to me. I want to know I'm going to be invisible. Yeah, I want to see if, if he picks something up, if it if it becomes invisible. I never tried. That's a, that's a good idea. That's definitely something else we should figure out. Indeed. So you two do that, then we will check out the catering companies, I suppose. All right. Hey, Oliver, let, let's head back to the guild and uh, check this out in the room. I'm right behind you. All right, so Oliver and Carly, you guys are going to head back to the Adventurers Guild. It's actually not too far from where you're at now, and I mean, it was a, a pretty easy walk from the Adventurers Guild up to the mansion, so you guys sort of make your way back there. Let's go ahead and do Rain and Allegrax. Uh, who's going where? Are you guys going together or separate? Mm, I feel like it's better if we split up. Yeah, I've got a couple of ideas for stuff I can do. How you feel in Allegrax? Well, I feel like we should each check out one of the companies. Which one would you like? There's Right You Are, and there's Cheery Cherubs. Take your pick. I'll take uh, I'll take Cherubs. Right You Are. That leaves me with Right You Are. I'm I'm glad uh, <laughs> glad we got that settled. <laughs> What's great is I know he didn't do that on purpose. I know he didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> so okay, so we'll we'll uh, we'll do. Rain, Allegrax, and then the two of you at the Adventures Guild. So, Rain, you make your way sort of east, and roll me an investigation check. This is sort of going to determine how fast you get there. Um, where? Come on, Brain. I need you to brain today. <laughs> okay, there it is. Okay, so it's just flat 15 then. Flat 15. With just a little bit of difficulty, you're able to sort of talk to passersby. A couple of the guards are able to help you out, and they point you over into the direction of the Cherry Cherub. And you approach this sort of squat building, but it's a very, very well-groomed building, so to speak. It has a small garden out front. There are two white pillars on either side of the iron door, and there is a brilliant, very bold bright white and bright red sign that reads cheery cherubs and on either side there's two naked babies they're cherubs they're ch they're cherubs <laughs> and um uh -huh. just two random okay. naked just two babies random naked babies. <laughs> has no bearing on the uh on the story <laughs> no they're just they just sprint across really fast they'll show up again um <laughs> and with that investigation you do also notice that there is a goose wandering around in front in the front yard for some reason so the sign says open on the front and uh, you walk in a bell dings and you walk into this very brightly colored very white store essentially there is a uh, a small desk at the back made out of wood you can roll to investigate what kind of wood it's mahogany and everything is very very clean looking in here and you notice on the left there are platters of food that they don't look like they've aged ever in your life but they're very clean there's there's cheeses and meats and all sorts of things bread rolls and such like that and on the right there's a large selection of wines on shelves on the right side of the wall are they doing anything like advertising for workers or anything like that you don't see any signs per se but the bell dings and after a few moments a young elven woman walks from the back room and her hair's a little bit must and she's got a little bit of, of flower on her face just like on her nose and her right cheek and she's wiping her hands off 
in a towel and she goes, Oh yes, um, how how can I help you? Hello. Putting on my most charming smile, because I'm going to be that character apparently. I, I approach her and I go, Hi. Actually, you know, I've I've heard that there's going to be some parties in town and I just recently got in town. I'm looking for work. I was wondering if perhaps you're uh, you're hiring. I do have experience working waitstaff. Oh, excellent. So, excellent. you know, I'm, um, I'm not what, completely starting from scratch. Okay, um, what what sort of experience do you have, if you don't mind me asking? Well, ironically enough, my mother was a maid, so I actually helped her quite a bit with waitstaff. It got me into working uh, with a few different nobles as we traveled around uh, at various different parties and such. The nobles I worked with liked to employ the children. It was just cheaper, and they could generally just train them as they brought them up. So uh, I, I do have... Uh, experience working with at least mid-level nobles okay well uh, excellent. i know how to i know how to behave uh, keep my manners in check <laughs> keep my mouth shut <laughs> you know you would not believe how hard it is to find somebody who can do that sometimes we just we get a couple people and they just they're great they're able to serve the food they don't drop a thing they're very good at cooking and baking but they just cannot sip their lip it's so funny but yeah actually I, yeah go ahead i learned very early on how to not see things i think that's one of the most valuable skills a caterer can have so um yes actually we do have quite a large party that we're getting this accent sucks already it's been five minutes. Um, we actually do have quite a large party that we're getting ready for. We we just lost a couple of people to, unfortunately, to the disease that was sort of running around. They were from the poorer side of town. I don't, you know, I, I don't judge. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I hired them in the first place, is I believe in bringing people up. But yeah, that's actually really really great that you're coming in here today this is so lucky for me so do you have any experience in, in baking or, or, or cooking or anything like that unfortunately i'm not that experienced at the actual cooking uh, side of things more so with the serving and interacting with guests occasional minor problem solving as needed you know keeping tempers down sometimes people can get a little heated we don't want that no we don't no we don't at all well Yes, let me talk to a few people. Do you mind waiting here just a few minutes? I do not mind at all. I'll wait right over here to the side just so I don't get in this way. Perfect. Go ahead and look around. We have our, our usual course over here on my right, your left. If you want to take a gander at that, just sort of familiarize yourself. And then we have our wine selection and mead selection over here on uh, my left, your right. If you want to just sort of look over that for a second. I'll be right back. I would love to. Thank you very much. No problem. And she walks into the back room and you're sort of looking around and, and listening. Uh, is there anything you want to do while she's in the back? I'm actually mostly keeping my eyes and ears open to maybe overhear things. Okay, roll me a perception check. Because I'm probably not going to see anything in the front lobby, but I might get lucky and hear something I shouldn't. And that's always handy. All right, 16 on the die plus perception, so 19. 19. Okay, so you are able to overhear quite a few snippets of the conversation. You hear her talking to, to somebody in the back room that has sort of a gruffer voice, and she's, yeah, I mean, he seems really friendly, and, and I, I kind of like him. I, I think he, he has pretty decent experience. What do you what do you think? Uh, I don't know. Uh, coming down this late, it could be hard for him to catch up, you know what I'm saying? Well, 
like, yeah, but, you know, he seems to have a, a pretty decent knowledge. Did you want to go go talk to him and, and maybe, you know, give him a one seven? Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, you take over here. <clears throat> this dough's just about ready, so uh, get it get it into the bread balls. And and, uh, and as as he's saying this, you see a, a sort of large figure come out from behind. And, yeah, get those ready there, uh, Sheila, and, and we'll, get him, we'll get him into the oven here pretty soon. So, hello, young man. How are you? And uh, standing before you is a large human man but he is he's very barrel chested and he has very thick arms and a and a great big beard that is sort of tied up and actually thrown over his shoulder at the time and he's wearing sort of the white chef's outfit and he's cleaning his hands of flour as well so uh sheila tells me that uh you're sort of interested in joining the company is that true yes sir i as i said i'm new to the city i recently arrived i just you know I heard there were some large parties happening, and I thought I, I'd look for some work. I was hoping, you know, you guys might be hiring. As I told Sheila, I do have a bit of experience with catering. Like I said, minor, minor problems of keeping heated tempers down. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's no, no reason to lose good staff just because somebody got a little hot. It's, it's unnecessary. Absolutely. Well, you know, we've had a, we've had a couple of problems with you know people coming from the south side of town. They're, they're not used to customer service per se, but uh, you know we make do with who we get. So yeah, it uh, seems like you got pretty decent experience. What do you know about wines? And he sort of comes over and, and gestures to the wine wall. I know a bit about their care. Unfortunately, I can't say I'm a connoisseur myself, but I, I am familiar with you know taking care of wines their upkeep making sure they are properly prepared Ah, excellent okay well yeah that's good i mean that's definitely a start for sure that's something we can build on you know i I don't expect you to know the difference between a schwabble pot i don't know wines um (laughs) (laughs) sorry i don't know whiskeys i don't know wines what good am i Uh, between a chardonnay and a chevron which i think is a real wine but uh you know it's it's definitely something to build on keep dry when they need to be dry. You know anything about baking or cooking or anything like that? As I unfortunately told Sheila, I, I have very limited knowledge in, in that arena. I, I know enough to feed my own self, but not much more. <laughs> well, that's better than some people. That's true. Well, I tell you what, gentlemen, there, uh, young man. What's your name again? Ray. My name is Ray. Excellent. My name's Canner. Good to meet you. I tell you what, we've got a big party over uh, over in the uh, north side of town here. And if you want, you meet us here around about noon tomorrow. That's when we're going to start prepping everything. And uh, we'll see how you do over at this party. I've got to keep my eye on you, but it's not a big deal either way. But yeah, Absolutely, you just... sir. I, I understand. And I, I want to thank you for this opportunity. I promise I won't let you down. All right. If you've got anybody else, you know, we got. I think we got two more spots that we need to fill if, if they're half as decent as you i'll i'll, I'll uh, take a chance on them i might know one or two people i'll talk to them and see this is just something i was already familiar with i don't know how interested they would be in this particular job well you so, know it's not for everybody i decided on this because i've got some experience i felt you know you work with your strengths that's right my strength Ugh, and he like flexes and then laughs. laughs. I'm just kidding. It's French toast. All right. Well, uh, well, like I said, meet me here tomorrow at noon. If you've got any buddies that uh, want to join you, that's fine. I'll, I'll give them a once over once they get here. But noon is when we're we're loading up and we're gonna head over to uh, you know Baron Willington. I know you're new in town. Don't know if you heard of him. I have come across the name. He's one of the parties I overheard. It's it's what uh, kind of drove me in this direction. Oh, perfect. Okay, yeah. Oh, chatter's going all about the uh, stratosphere there. All right, well, I will uh, see you tomorrow, young man, and, and you take care now. Thank you very much. 
no problem. And he uh, gives you a wave and, and sees you out the door, closes the door, and, and heads back in. Rain is now going to leave before you decide to make me roll for bullshit. <laughs> you know what? It, it, it kind of fit inside your backstory. I was looking at your background. Granted, you're on the receiving end of it, most of all, you know, being being the, the son of, of the matriarch there. But I figured you had enough knowledge of how people acted and reacted in life that you didn't need to roll a full deception on it. So I let it slide. I was but checking, I was, though. I was, I was bullshitting hard and hoping you didn't make me <laughs> No, man, I mean, it was, it was, it was pretty straight. But that was pretty good bullshitting, because it fooled me, so I was like, all right. So we'll switch over to Allegrax. Allegrax, you're headed over to Right You Are. Roll me an investigation check real quick. I get the sneaking suspicion this will be a waste of my time. That's going to be a 16. A 16? Okay, yeah, you, you take a little bit of time, and same process that rain went through you sort of ask around you ask some guards you check some signs and streets and you finally find your way over to right you are and hanging in front of this small wooden building is a arrow it's a big orange arrow and it's just pointing to the right as you're looking at it it's got a couple of wooden pillars in the front some stained glass windows it's very nice it's very it's very bourgeois so you go ahead and step on in a little bell goes off and right in front of you are three or four different platters of cakes and to the right of you there's sort of a small selection of alcohols different alcohols like ales and meat and whatnot and sitting on a chair in the back is a uh, small frail gnome woman and she's actually snoozing and does not hear you come in ah. all right so just to be clear the party's tomorrow night right? yes the party is tomorrow night i think at some point i said it was tonight but it is tomorrow night. Okay, so the, there's just this little old gnome woman? Yep. Then I'm gonna... August is gonna <clears throat> clear his throat hey, pretty oh, loudly. Oh. oh, excuse me, sorry. I was just taking a little bit of a nap. I do apologize. <laughs> and, and, and she sort of leans forward and uh, pushes herself out of the chair and, and you know, adjusts her little spectacles and, and she comes she comes just sort of walking slowly over and she says, uh, yes, young man, how can I help you? Hello, um, so here's, here's the deal. I'm looking for a party. I'm looking, I'm looking for a catering for a party of mine. Oh, catering for a party, excellent. What kind of event are we having? Oh, it's a fantastic, it's a ball, actually. Oh, a ball! Um, indeed, indeed, for uh, some very high-profile figures. Oh, I could tell by your dress that you were definitely high-profile. <laughs> you flatter me, madam. <laughs> but the thing is, um, I don't know if you can do on such short notice. I, this party is tomorrow night, and see our, our catering company that we had, they backed out on us. Backed out, you see? Well, that's very disappointing. Um, it is terrible. Well, uh, how many people are you having? Uh, ooh, let's see. I'm gonna pretend to run some numbers in my head. Mm, I believe it'll be about 200. Oh, oh, oh. And her face just sort of goes like wide-eyed and... Oh my, uh, 200. Well, uh, I'd have to call in some reinforcements, but what kind of spread were we looking at? Just sort of finger sandwiches and drink? Well, uh, it depends. Uh, I, I assume you're not 
taking on any other engagements that evening. No, no, a little bit slow this time of year for us. We usually pick up right around the holidays. Yes, of course. Uh, tell me, how good is your baked Alaska? Our baked what now? Surely you've heard of it. I've never heard of Alaska. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic dish. It, I can't believe you've never heard of it in such a prolific city. No, sorry, no, baked Alaska. I've, you know, I've, I've heard of darn near everything, but I don't know about no baked Alaska. Oh, uh, well then, I'm, I'm, I'm terribly sorry to have wasted your time, but that simply will not do. My, my guests expect the highest level. Of culinary expertise. Oh, I'm very sorry to disappoint you, my lord. Consider it nothing. Perhaps next time. Perhaps. And a little tear comes out of her eye, <laughs> rolls down her cheek. Do you sell confectionaries you know, as, as just a store here? Can I buy something? Tell me what you mean by confectionaries. Like baked goods. Can, can I get something? Okay, I was familiar with the word, but I wasn't 100% sure what it meant, so... Has she got, uh, like, you know, scones on display? Nice little glass display case? Yeah, she does. Over off to the left, there's, like, a little thing of scones, and she's like, Oh, yeah, if you're looking for confections or scones, I, I do have a few right over here. And she shuffles over very slowly. And, uh, what kind are you looking for? We got raspberry, blueberry, and poisonberry. I mean, boysenberry. <laughs> and uh, we got just your plain old skulls. How many does she have, like, of all the different types? Sum them up. She has about five of each. Five of each? Mm. Uh, and how many types are there? Like, four. Well, four five if like... you include plain scones, but nobody likes plain scones but British, so. Ooh, actually, we have some British listeners. Sorry. <laughs> Alright, uh, I'll take all the scones. Okay, all, all, all the scones. Well, that'll I'm run you about. Particularly hungry. I'll run you just about five gold for all of the scones. Ah, that seems like a fair price. Oh, excellent, excellent. Well, do would you like me to bag them up for you? Oh, that would be lovely. Thank you. All right. And she takes about half an hour grabbing <laughs> each one, <laughs> wrapping it up, putting it in a bag, grabbing, wrapping, and putting it in a bag, and then she hands it over to you and says, Well, there you go. I'm, I'm terribly sorry we weren't able to, to handle your, your business, but if you have a, a party further down the line, you just let me know. God, that went into, like, the old man from Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> you just let me out if you need any popsicles too <laughs> you're a terrible person you'll be the first ones i come to oh well i do appreciate you thank <laughs> well you can't unhear it now That's right all i hear now yep <laughs> um, all right well you have a good day young man and, and I'll, I'll see you next time and and uh she she sort of walks with you out the door and and, and closes it you hear her sobbing on the inside because her business is going broke and you're a terrible person. No, I'm just kidding. I just, uh, <laughs> I just bought all her scones. I know, I know, I know. I'm spent with you. No, she just goes back and sits on her chair and goes back to rocking to sleep. Alright, awesome. That was a was a little bit of a bust, but at least I got some scones. There you go. Scones are great. I didn't know what it was before, but a baked Alaska looks fantastic. There's no yeah. place called Alaska. No, a baked Alaska, like it's a dessert. Yeah. Google it. It looks delicious. It would be like a a, a baked high moor or a baked chelimber or something like that, or a baked hill of lost souls. That looks really good. Oh man. Okay, <laughs> now I have to.
I picked something deliberately oh that I knew this little old gnome lady wouldn't be able to make. So. Oh my gosh, this, I thought it was a fish. I thought you were just questioning Jack's dessert knowledge. <laughs> I, I also was. It's not that good. <laughs> I have a very few number of southern desserts I like, and that's it. It's ice cream on cake, and you set it on fire. Oh, so and you can there's like a there's like a wide variety of different different kinds too. And welcome everyone to the Last Nerds on Earth Baked Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> look at this one, and look at this one, and look oh that one's a puppy. <laughs> All right, Alcrax's friends only take the the finest of desserts, even if they don't exist. That's right. That is right. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get on over to Oliver and carly you guys are making your way making your way downtown walking fast uh some faces are passing are we homebound you are homebound <laughs> uh <laughs> you guys is there did... a piano in the middle of the street there is the uh the what's his name the giant guy comes alive and instead of battling evil he just plays a song against evil and it's awesome i think watermelon head should play a piano oh my god you could do that with minor illusion i mean it's kind of complicated but i'll definitely let it slide for that <laughs> you're on all <laughs> uh, right so you guys are making your way into the god i can't say making your way without anyways you guys are headed into the adventures guild and you guys are just going straight up to the room yep yeah all right guys head on up there pull out your key the barrier drops you push open the door you walk in close the door barrier goes up oh hey, hey oliver yeah uh i want to talk to you alone a little bit i uh i don't know if i really trust Leon. We don't even know him, and we have to go break into this house and steal this thing. I know he didn't really ask us to do that, but I think he kind of, you know, pushed us in that direction a little bit, maybe? I don't know. We did screw up that Baron Willington talk, but uh, what do you think? Would the Adventurers Guild even want us to, you know, break in and steal something? He did say that he was loyal to the Adventurers Guild. But I do know what you mean by having a suspicious feeling about him. I grew up here, and I, you know, I'm just, I'm just gonna take this hood off real quick. And he takes his hood off. He's gonna be much more casual about that now, mostly because I'm sick of doing the gruff voice. You mean the super generic every NPC voice? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling me out on that. <laughs> it, it, it happens. It's a natural, a natural voice to do when you're dealing with. It is really. Anyway, Carly, I grew up here, and Leon claims that he knows me, but I've never seen him before in my life. At least not to my knowledge. As far as I remember, I got a pretty bad insight check, but that doesn't exactly mean. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I I had that feeling once. It seems a bit that he's just sort of come out of nowhere. He says he's been here for so long, but I've never seen him before in my life. Yeah, he says he's with the Adventurers Guild and the Thieves Guild. What if he actually took out our contact, and he took his place, and he's using us to, like, steal this for, for the Thieves Guild? I, I, would do, I wouldn't actually plan it because I don't think that far ahead, but I might end up doing that inadvertently if I was a bad guy still. I don't know. I really don't. Well, uh... You think we could contact Francois and just talk to him? How are we going to do that? I, I don't know. Send a raven or something. Let's go talk to Pringles. Uh, oh, I got... Yeah, uh, can, can you do me a favor? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use my magic on you to do the invisibility, but I really want to know what's in his book. Can you Can you look in his book for me <laughs> while I'm talking to him? Sure thing, mate. And I put my hood back up and... All right, do your thing then. I'm going to cast invisibility on him. 
sort of wave your hand and Oliver begins to shimmer in place and then you grip it into a tight fist and smoke begins to come out of it and it wraps around Oliver and when it dissipates he's gone oh Oliver are you there so Oliver No, oh. I'm just messing with you. I'm still here. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, that was pretty good. I wasn't sure. That was pretty good. <laughs> I wasn't sure if we had lost Mike or not. And I was like, he's, he's just he's just messing with him. He's just messing with him. Okay. So anything you're wearing or carrying is invisible as long as it is on the target's person. And the spell ends for a target that attacks or casts a spell. So as long as you don't attack or cast anything, you're fine. It lasts up to one hour. You know, reading Pringle's book is an attack on his privacy. <laughs> Roll for initiative against the book. <laughs> I did do a little research, and apparently if he tucks something under his clothes that are already invisible, it will be invisible. That's what I thought. So, yeah. If you guys didn't figure that out, that's what was going to happen once you... Yeah. Hey, hey Oliver, I'm going to throw this coin up in the air, and I know you're going to steal it because that's what you do, but uh, uh, I, I want to see if it goes invisible. So I just flick it up in the air, just kind of toss it. Can I roll dexterity? Yeah, I mean, you can. I mean, he's just tossing it sort of at you. But yeah, go roll dexterity. Okay. I can't see your sick moves, man. Uh, it's a good thing I have a plus. Well, still, 11. 11? Yeah, I mean, you, you, you just reach up and you, you snatch it. And Carly, you're just watching this coin fly through the air, and then it just disappears. Nice. All right, well, uh, that went invisible, so that's some good news. That solves that mystery. So Carly, take off one gold. Oliver put on one gold. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not giving that shit back. <laughs> no, yeah, I definitely pocketed that. <laughs> all right, um, I'm gonna head downstairs. All right, let's uh let's head downstairs real quick. All right, you guys uh, leave the room and head on downstairs. And vigilant as ever, Pringles is right there. He does have his book next to him, but it is closed. He has a cup of tea. His book's sort of off to the side to the left, and he has a cup of tea in his hands that he's sort of sipping on. And he sees you guys come down and head over and says, Oh, hello. How can I help you, says? He sees us guys. He sees one of us. He, see, there, he, buddy. Just, he just sees Carly. <laughs> Sorry. I was thinking about maybe like the Adventures Guild had a magical blah, blah, blah. But I was like, no, nah, BS, whatever. But yeah, so he says, uh, good good, uh, good afternoon, uh, Sir Carly. How can I help you? Hello. How, uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing just fine. So uh, is, there, is there anything I can do for you? Yeah, I, I, I did have a, a question for you. I was wondering how I would be able to get a hold of somebody in the Adventurers Guild, like uh, like Francois, our, our, uh, our trainer. Well, there's a, there's a couple of methods. Uh, the, the first would probably be to uh, send a carrier bird out, and we do have a several uh, of those. However, if this is uh, more of an emergency, uh, you can use the uh, scrying room over over here any any sort of gestures to the left and you notice that there's a short hallway off to his left your right that sort of tucks in back there and it has like a small little sitting area and in the middle of it there is a pedestal with a hovering purple gem in it about the size of your head oh uh i i like the rune idea uh yeah i i kind of need to talk to him pretty quickly can you come over and show me how to use it real quick question carly do you know thieves can't? Uh, no, I do not. Shit, that would have been awesome. Okay. And he says, "Yes, not not a problem at all." So it's it's fairly simple. And he steps out from behind the desk, 
and begins walking you over to it. See, all you do is you simply state your name, you state your your party's name, and then you state who you would like to talk to. Uh, it runs it through our Arcana algorithm, and if you are of the Adventures Guild and the person who you're trying to contact is in the Adventures Guild, it'll ping them with a message uh, if they are nearby one. Who is it you're, you're trying to get a hold of? Francois, you said. Oh, or, yeah. Or yeah. Did, you, did you say? I said Francois, yeah. Okay, sorry. I'm, I'm super tired. Excellent. Well, uh, yes, yeah, so you can just end. Uh, so, Oliver, as he's doing this. Yeah, I was going to say, did he leave his book on the desk? He did. So, if you'd like to try to go through it, you can roll sleight of hand with advantage. Okay. That's a. Ooh. Six plus five. Eleven. Eleven total. Oh, but I have advantage. You have advantage, yes. I forgot about that. Oh, four. So, yeah, 11. Oh, wow. Okay. Damn it. So, okay, so you you move over, and he is really engaged in, in teaching Carly how to use this thing. And you reach up to grab the book, and it sort of scrapes over the, the desk as you're pulling it closer to you, and you freeze for a second, and you look back behind you. Okay, and he does not hear you. Nice. Um, so he's he stays focused on that, so you're more than welcome to. You have the book in your hands. Okay, so I have it in my hands, but it's not invisible because it's not in my pocket, right? No. I think you've got to actually, like, cup it in your hand or in your clothes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, That's completely cover it. Yeah. Well, what I'm thinking is I'm just going to go on the, get the other side of his desk. Is it, like, solid? Could I sit behind it and read it there? So his desk is, is basically just a freestanding desk. It opens on either end, basically. So just four legs? Well, it's it's more, think of a concierge desk, but instead of going the full length, it's just, like, a section of it. Does that make sense? I think so, yeah. Okay, so just a... I see what you mean. Basic desk, yeah. Okay. It's, it's got basic, yeah. It's got that thing in front of it, that so where you can't see what's behind the desk, and it has like little shelves behind it as well. Okay, I'll put it on one of the shelves and open it and read it from there. Okay. Like one of the lower shelves, so you can't see it like flip and open on the... Gotcha, okay. I, I, I see yeah. what you're going for, yeah. So I can either send it to you, or I can just tell you what it's what's in it. I mean, you could just tell me. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's going to be easier, I think, because I don't have it written down. I should have after knowing how interested Carly was. But <laughs> thumbing thumbing through it, you're not able to spend a lot of time on it just because, you know, you, you're, you're moving. But from what you can discern is it is his memoirs. It basically details the short time he had, or sorry, the, the long time he's had in the uh, Adventurers Guild, sort of different adventures who he's worked with. We actually see Francois's name pop up a couple of times and you pinpoint one of them and you realize that him and Francois were part of the same adventuring party when they first started. Oh, that's cool. And that he saved Francois's life during a what was supposed to be a basic guard mission, just A to B, and it turns out very fast. You can't really get the details in the amount of time that you're spending just because uh, you got to go quick. So, But after you say, hold on. Yeah. Does that mean that every party is supposed to have a Nurse Joy? In which case, <laughs> who is ours? Where's our NPC healer? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's at the Temple of Lathander, man. So they, after, after this mission they both took jobs at the Adventures Guild outside of adventuring. So Pringles is watching over the desks and Francois is training new recruits. Well, that's nice. I, yeah. I like that. That's way that's better really than cool. just jibber-jabber in there. <laughs> yeah. So I actually, I mean, I actually wrote all that down. That's an actual backstory I wrote down probably like months ago. I thought that was kind of cool. So anyways, and you hear Pringles start to finish up his, his 
explanation is so were there any other explanation please please for the love of god delete this out of the freaking podcast um nope (laughs) (laughs) oh that's staying in there (laughs) i'll do a murder i'll do a murder it's so weird the crystal explodes and kills carly pringles is fine goodness Anyways, so Carly, that's essentially the way that the crystal works. Are you confused about anything else? While he's wrapping up, I'm going to uh, slowly put the book back on the desk. And well, I mean, I'm still invisible, so I'll just sort of stand there. <laughs> Give me another slide of hand check. Okay. With advantage. So glad you said that. Uh, 14. 14. Yes, you are able to put it up there easily. Uh, it does slide against the desk, but it doesn't really make any any sounds. It is successfully back up there. Oh, that's that's really cool, Pringles. I uh, might have a couple questions after I try to contact Francois here. No problem at all. Just if you if you do, just let me know. I'll be right over here at the desk. And he turns and gestures at his desk. All right, uh, thank you. No problem. And begins to walk away. And he walks back over to his desk. Oliver, are you out from behind it? Yeah, I'm leaving. Okay, cool. So walks back over to his desk and sits down to enjoy his tea. All right, I'm going to try to contact Francois. And I'm going to say, Francois, this is Carly. Hey, how you doing? I have a pretty cool question for you regarding this uh, pretty sweet mission. Can you get back to me, like, right now? There's a bit of a pause. And then, uh... Bonjour, mes amis! Carly, my man, my mean man! How are you doing? Are you still catching things on fire? Oh, yeah, yeah, you know me. Everything's fire with me. Oh, yes, 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 of course, yes. So you had a question for me, my good man. Oh, yeah, uh, we're in Waterdeep, and, uh, I was wondering, we, we met with Leon, and, uh, we, we got our mission. Can you tell me what, uh, what the artifact is that we're trying to get? Unfortunately not, my good man. Even I don't know. The higher-ups sent this quest down. They said it was on a quote-unquote need-to-know basis. And uh, one detail I did miss, his face actually appears in the crystal, so you can sort of see as you're talking to him. Okay, well, I'm looking away from it, and then I look towards it. Holy crap! Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't realize I could see you. That, uh, hey, hey. <laughs> All right, um, so I have a, a, a bit of a concern. What is the concern, my good man? Do you know Leon personally? Absolutely. So... It could be Leon, but it could not be Leon, only because uh, he says he's been in the Thieves' Guild, but the Adventurers' Guild? So, it, is that true? Is, is Leon actually in the Thieves' Guild, undercover? He is. That is uh, one of his main objectives, is just to keep tabs on the Thieves' Guild for us. It is, uh, it is, uh, it is, uh, how you say, uh, his, his quest right now, his, his, his goal in life. It, he's been in there for, goodness gracious, what is it, 20 years already? <laughs> I'll have to send him a cake. But, uh, yes, he has been in the, in the thieves' guild. This voice is freaking killing my throat. <laughs> he's so good the, on the podcast, though. I know, I know. This is super offensive to any, any of our French listeners, and I do apologize for it. It happened really early on. And I made a mistake, but I have to stick with it. Story must continue. It's a go- oh. it's a goofy voice, man. Just go with it. I mean, Americans have goofy voices, that's for sure. What Anyways. are you talking about? <laughs> so yes, uh, Leon has been a, a very close confidant to the Adventures Guild. He was in a, 
with us for a very long time, going on adventures, doing all sorts of things when we decided uh, not to leave per se, but the Adventurers Guild decided that we needed to have an operative inside the Thieves Guild just to keep tabs on him. But goodness gracious, man, 30 years, that is quite a long time, don't you think, Babu? Babu, that's a very long time. Uh, so I just want to make sure that we're doing the, you know, the, the right thing for the guild here. So basically our plan right now with the help of Leon is to break into the Baron Willington's mansion during a party and, and take this artifact so the Thieves Guild can't have it and so we can have it. But isn't that against what we do or, or is this really our mission? Listen, Carly, are you listening? Yeah. Excellent. The Adventurer's Guild is mostly, you know, go out, fight some monsters, save the damsel, you know, be the hero. But there are things we must do to keep the balance of the world, well, balanced. This is one of those things. Now, did you actually talk to Baron Wellington? Oh, yeah, and, uh, How did I was that told go? not to... Yeah, uh, I was told not to talk, so I tried to be his friend after, but he was pretty mad. So it, it didn't go very well. Pardon? He was mad? What for? You guys are great! Yeah, well, we kind of threatened him with... Yeah, yeah, he got threatened. But he why? Got kinda... Listen, I wasn't trying to threaten him. I've been standing next to you this whole time, and I'm still <laughs> invisible. <laughs> oh. You can drop the invisibility spell whenever. Just note that Pringles is fairly close, so he's not paying attention. But, I mean, you know. Yeah, but also uh, Carly cast it on me, so I'm I'm leaving it up to him to turn it off. Yeah, he's he's got to shut it down for you. Yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, Francois, I turned Oliver over here invisible, so we, you know, so he could break in and steal that tomorrow. I was just testing it out, so he's here. Oh, fantastic! Where is he? I I wave, but he can't see me. Yeah, you can't see him. He's invisible. Oh, right now. <laughs> okay, good. good. Well, well uh, all right, uh, but yes. It is unfortunately a, a sneaky task, but we do have to have it done. Okay, why did they ask us to do it? Did you did you tell them we could do it, or did they ask for a team that really had no real experience to do this very important mission? Carly, that is a very deep question for someone coming from you. I will tell you, my friend. Listen. Well, my, my intelligence is not that low. <laughs> there was a quest going around. It was... Go get this object. And I spent six months training you. You are not the best. Yet. But I see all the potential that you four had in you. And I know this is something that you can accomplish. This will be great for you. This will really boost your status in the adventurous game. Okay. Uh, so, can I trust Leon? I I'm guessing I can. You can trust him as far as Alagras can throw him. And that's pretty dang far, am I right now? You're, you're funny. Uh, now, I just want to know that it's actually really him. Uh, what can I? What can you tell me about him that only he would know, or that I would know for sure that it's him? Let me think for a second. Because there's a lot of thieves here. There are a lot of thieves. Well, there's less than there used to be, and and that is in part to to Leon there. But what? Uh, what? Uh, what's again? Oh, there is one thing that Leon has that I've never seen before in my life. And the only way anybody else would have it is if they had killed Leon. And that, my friend, <laughs> is a very hard thing to do. What is it? Does he have a deck of cards? Yeah, yeah, he does. Are they kind of shimmery shiny? Maybe a little 
Sparkly Warkly. I like him. I can't stop staring at him. This is Leon. Okay. Well, well, thank you. You're making me feel a little better about this now. And uh, we'll we'll do our best. And if we get into trouble, I'm gonna blow some stuff up. So I, I hope that's okay with the guild. You just you just be very careful. Don't hurt anybody you don't need to. Okay. I mean, I, we didn't have to pay reparations to Barry Willington. Well, I want to hang out with that guy sometime. I hope I don't hurt anything. He's got a little bit of a temper, no? No, but Minotaur has a temper. That guy, oh, man. That's one <laughs> heck of a temper. That sounds like a story for uh, Fireside, my friend. All right, well, uh, uh, I think we got to get back to preparing because uh, we got to steal this thing. So th thank you. Not a problem at all. Call me anytime. I'm doing nothing. All right, all right. See you later. Au revoir, mes amis. And you hear a little ping, like an old TV turning off. Ping, and the crystal goes dark and Francois's visage fades. Okay, so I'm going to walk up to Pringles. Thank you, that was awesome. I, I, I did talk to him. He was, uh, I saw his face. Uh, that kind of freaked me out. Yes, it does tend to, to startle people the first time they use it. But how, how was Francois? I haven't seen him in such a long time. Oh, you know him? Yes, absolutely. Uh, me and him, well, me and him used to be adventuring partners together. Oh, nice, nice. That's that's pretty cool. You know Leon too. Me and Leon have met several times, but only over the past twenty years. You see, it's very hard to keep a cover here in Waterdeep away from the Thieves Guild, and so there wasn't need for him to meet except under very, very important circumstances, as we didn't want his cover to be blown. Yeah, those are some pretty cool cards, huh? Absolutely. All right, well, uh, well, we got a mission to do, so uh, you have a, a good rest of your day. You too as well, Carly. You know, I'm beginning to like you. And he gives you a little bit of a smile and, <laughs> and, and sits down and, and opens his book back up and, and grabs a quill and starts going at it. I smile and say, oh, I've always liked you. And then I just <laughs> walk upstairs. <laughs> he laughs a little bit. Oh, Master Oliver, I didn't see you come in. Terribly sorry. <laughs> Welcome back. Hope you uh, had a good good time i didn't turn off the spell yet oh oh that's right i thought oh, sorry i thought somewhere in the friends line interaction he yeah sorry no i just i told him he was invisible i was gonna say anyways like as we're walking up the stairs i'm gonna be like all right we'll see you later francois <laughs> what? wait that's not francois <laughs> Pringles. No, Pringles, yeah. you mean? all right well I'll see you later Pringles. we're all so tired right now yeah. <laughs> how are you guys tired i have a i have a newborn all right. Yeah. <laughs> how, how are the other two of you tired? I'm good. Your job is, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah I'm all right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so. <laughs> mumble, mumble, mumble. All right. So so we go back up to the room. I want to talk to Oliver a bit more. Okay. Let's go ahead and break that off right there real quick. That's okay. And we'll jump back over to Allegrax and Rain. What are you guys doing this sort of simultaneously? Mm, I think if we didn't have anything else to do, we probably were going to just meet back up at the Adventurers Guild, right? Okay. It's early afternoon. I actually, I'm actually going to do a quick bit of shopping, looking for two items in particular. Might need to look around the shadier parts of town. An invisibility potion, if there's one available, even if it's a pretty low-end one, you know. Okay, yeah, that'd probably be closer to the southern side of town, sort of near uh, Timora's Blessing, since that is a, a adventures and mercenary hall. So yeah, if you wanted to head down there, that's an inn. Retard weaponry we have already seen. That's a magazine place? I don't know. 
So, yeah, I'm trying to find one real quick. What was the other thing you wanted to... A potion or item or something that can either make a big flash or a loud bang. Big flash or a loud bang. So, like, a flash bang. Yeah. Okay, okay. So let me... Either or or both. I found a business on here called Aurora's Realms Shop, Slut Street Catalog Corner. <laughs> I don't think... I changed you're my gonna... mind. I'm going there. <laughs> hey, we'll roleplay that one here in just a second. It will have to be boots off, but that's okay. So there is actually a... Uh, roll me an investigation check real quick. All right. Oh, uh, that that's not great. That is a nine. Yeah, uh, so it does take you the better part of the afternoon, but eventually, through a lot of coaxing of the guards and searching around, you do make your way down through the Trades Ward, all the way almost back to Timora's Blessing, where you run into a shop called Ezimuth's Equipment. One of the guards pointed you in that direction with sort of grounds over there. And it is a proud shop that stands sort of in the middle of a a sort of darker corner of the street and you had to cut down a few alleyways and a few streets to actually get in here and you finally find it and there is a wooden sign hanging out that just says ee on it and the front of the building looks a little worse for wear the person who's running the shop hasn't really kept it up so much but you go ahead and push your way in and the late afternoon sun is singing through the windows and it casts sort of a darker shadow across the interior of this building. And the interior itself is just packed. There is just stuff all over the place. There are, oh, Lord. there's like armor that's piled up in a corner. There's, and I'm sorry, Allegrax, did you want to go with him? Yeah, why not? If, okay. if we met up, then yeah. Okay, um, I'll assume you guys sort of met up and then he said he wanted to do some shopping sorry we shouldn't have skipped that scene but we did wanted to do some shopping so he went ahead and headed on down and there is just like vials of gunk and crap just on these shelves next to these ratty books and then there's you know across the way there's like a shrunken head and stuff like that and there's no bell when the door opens you just sort of open the door and stand in there and you sort of take a few steps and there's like dust flying up from your feet. Ready, old place. Well, hopefully he has what I need, though. Gotta be prepared. And you hear sort of a rustling in the back, and you see a, a stack of papers fall over, and from around sort of one of the the shelving units, you see this, this, this grizzled old man come out, and he says, What do you want? Hello. I'm hoping you have some wares that I need. Wares? I got wares here? Wares there? I'm looking for a couple of items in particular. An invisibility potion or something that can perform the same function. Invisibility potion? Give me a second, young man. And uh, walks over to one of the shelves and he's got a bunch of vials up there. He looks at one. No, that's not it. No, that's not it. No, that's not it. Okay, all right. And he, he reaches deep into the back and he pulls out this vial and it's it's got clear liquid in it and the sun's sort of shining and, and making it sparkle and says yeah visibility potion that'll, that'll be that's fine come over here young man and he shuffles to the back of the shop and he sets it on this desk that's just over cluttered with all sorts of gobbledygook there's a bike horn in there and there's like an actual horn from a bull or something on there and he says is that all for you also if you have it I need something that can make a flash and a bang, something nice and loud or bright and shiny that's very easily perceptible from a distance. 
Well, now you know I had to let me think about that. I don't, I don't think I have anything quite like that. You know, flash and a bang, that's, that's more magical stuff. I'm not sure if I'm the one to really do that for you. And, uh, you know, uh, Virtus, uh, over there on, now uh, what's that called? Caravan Street in, in the Spectre Walk. Uh, they've got, you know, uh, potions and poisons over there, too. Might have what you're looking for. I will go chat with him. How much for the potion? I don't know. Visibility potion, pretty rare around these parts. Uh, about a uh, hundred gold. Could could you work with me on that price at all? Maybe a little. How about how about how about eighty five? Eighty five. Yeah. I could probably let it go for about ninety. If that's right. Actually, make me a persuasion check right quick. Persuasion. It's going to be a sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, I could let it go for about ninety. There. If that's all right with you, young man. I could do ninety. Ninety works. And excellent. Well, ninety gold, please. Alright. This potion better damn well work. <laughs> I don't I don't say that. I'm not saying that. Okay, alright. <laughs> so he hands you over the, the vial and, and he takes his ninety gold and says, Anything else? What about you, big fella? Uh, actually yes, do you have any empty glass bottles? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She empty glass bottles, and he actually just sort of rummages around behind his desk for a little bit. And you're clinky, clinky. Did you want it broken or unbroken? Preferably unbroken. Preferably unbroken. And then he pulls up these bottles. They don't have any corks in them, but he's got bottles here. He's got probably, they're about you know, medium sized, probably like old school milk bottles. How many? Uh, how much for uh, ten of those bottles? Ten of these bottles here. Yeah, I could probably. Uh, you know what? They're not that. Uh, two gold. You know. Lovely. I'll take them. All right. Well, here you go. And he slides them gold, please. There you go. Hand him two gold. Excellent. He bites one of them old timey. Pickaxe guy. Puts him. Puts him in a. In a well, just underneath the desk. Well, is there anything else y'all might be in the fancy foyer? Look around. I got some armor back in the corner over there. I think uh, I think we'll pass for now. Thank you. All right, all right. You know, you pass on through again sometime if you want to. I'll, I'll be here till the day I die, which is probably later this afternoon. <laughs> 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 uh, funny, man. Yeah, I do what I can. I do what I can. All right, well, you gentlemen have a lovely day, and you, you tell tell other people to come on down to Azimuth. We got all sorts of stuff. <laughs> we certainly will. All right, all right, have a good day, then. He just sort of sits back down. So you guys exit the store, and do you guys want to head over to uh, Virtus? Before we do that, I'd like to say, uh, so if it's a, uh, a loud distraction and a bang you're looking for, I'm going to uh, take out one of the uh, glass bottles, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. pull out one of my jugs of Windigger whiskey, mm -hmm. pour a little bit inside, you know, kind of coat the inside of the bottle, uh -huh. and then leave a little bit in there, stuff a strip of cloth in there, uh -huh. and <laughs> going to hand it to Rain. Subtract <laughs> one bottle, Rain, add one mother flipping Molotov. Hey everyone, Mike again. 
thanks so much for listening to our podcast and showing your support. We see you guys out there, and we're so very grateful. If you like what we do here, let us know by rating and reviewing us on iTunes, t- tweeting at us at Last Nerds Earth, and following our Facebook and Instagram at Last Nerds on Earth. If you enjoy what we do and want to help us grow, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash lastnerdsonearth. We've got some great rewards, including the chance to name a character, submit items, and even play a one-shot Dune by Jack himself. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so I now have a potion of invisibility and a Molotov cocktail. Yes. I love Windy. The finest Windigger whiskey. You did it, you crazy son of a bitch. You did it.